Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. What's up, guys? I'm Nikki Arden, travel agent at Pineapple Escapes, and you are listening to the Travel Tidbits podcast. Today, I will give you a quick trip report on my June Walt Disney World trip. And at the end, I have a little special guest that I will introduce to you. So we, meaning my husband, Morgan, and our two sons, Mav, who's 10 and Nolan, he's two and a half. We traveled down to Orlando on Father's Day, June 19th. And we were lucky enough that we live within driving distance to Orlando. And it's it's generally takes about four and a half hours to drive there, but we had little ones and it was a little traffic. So it was it was closer to five or like five and a half hours to drive down there. We stayed at Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. This is one of Disney's moderate resorts. And it was our first time staying there, and we all really loved it, you know, at at French Quarter. Literally, there were zero complaints. Um, I love that, you know, it's a small resort, so everything, you know, like dining, front desk, transportation, pools, you know, it's really close by, and it's not a long walk to anything. Some of the moderate resorts can be quite large, you know, and and we really liked that, you know, this was a quiet, not-so-crowded resort. We loved, you know, we also love that this resort is located on the Sasagula River and it provides boat transportation to Disney Springs and it shares a boat with its sister resort, Port Orleans Riverside. And the French Quarter is the last stop to get on to go to Disney Springs and the first stop to get off, you know, so it's pretty convenient because you don't wait that long. I mean, other than waiting for the bus to get there or not bus, boat to get there, but you don't wait. You're not having to go to another resort and wait. So that's, that's pretty convenient. So if you can time it when the, the boat's, you know, right there, when you walk there, it's kind of, it's kind of nice. Another huge perk. And honestly, uh, I mean, let's be honest, this is probably one of the reasons I chose this resort is that it is the only place on Walt Disney World property that sells Mickey beignets. The only other place to get Mickey beignets is at Disneyland in California. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal. And uh, guys, these these beignets are delicious. We stopped by the the Scat Cats Cafe. I always have trouble with that one. Scat Cat cafe a few times to get us some Mickey beignets and they sell them until 11 p.m. So even if you're not staying at French Quarter, you know, you haven't looked till 11 p.m. to find a way to get there, you know, and over back to your resort, you know, and, and get you a beignet. I promise it's worth it. And, um, really, I can't, I can't think of a, a better nightcap than a, than a Mickey beignet. So definitely check that out. So once we were all checked in, the kids and I grabbed a bite to eat from Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory. Uh, This is French Quarter's main dining restaurant. I think Mav, I think he lived off of their kids burger 
And the rest of us really enjoyed the chicken parmesan with pasta. And you can choose whether you want marinara sauce or Alfredo. And the Alfredo is very good. They had other things. They had like, you know, salads and sandwiches and ribs and of course, jambalaya. But we didn't try any of that. We we kind of were creatures of habit. So, and, and that's fine. It's vacation. We can do what we want. <laughs> After we ate, the kids played for a bit on the playground and when, that was nearby. And I mean, literally everything was nearby, so it wasn't far. They had to get, they had to get out some of that pent up energy from riding in the car for so long. Like, I know five hours, you know, drive may not seem that long to most, but my kids, they don't, they don't normally take long drives. So it was pretty much torture for them. We had anticipated going into Magic Kingdom that evening, but we decided to take it easy, you know, have a relaxing evening and spend it in Disney Springs. Uh, like I said, Port Orleans has access to the to the boat transportation to Disney Springs, and it was a nice ride. We all really enjoyed it. And it was Sunday night and Father's Day, so Disney Springs was really crowded. Uh, we stayed around the marketplace area mostly. We spent, you know, some time in the World of Disney store and the the Once Upon a Toy store, and uh, those are pretty big hits, for my kids, as you can imagine. Okay, so we eventually made it back to French Quarter. We snagged us some beignets. <laughs> and I don't really need to say it, but I will. They were very delicious. <laughs> so Monday was our Magic Kingdom Day. We Park opening was at 9 a.m. And resort guests could enter at 8.30 a.m. And we were there for early entry, like barely, and I asked my boys what they wanted to do first, and they both said pirates. <laughs> um, so if you don't know, the entire park isn't open during early entry. It's just Fantasyland and, and Tomorrowland. Adventureland and Frontierland, they don't open until 9 a.m. So we only got there a little bit early. So it was only about 15 minutes. So we just waited, and we were the first inside Adventureland. And we headed right on to Pirates as a walk-on. And uh, one of my sons is eligible for the DAS Pass. And this is Disney's Disability Access Service. So we use that a lot. While we were in line for Pirates, we made a DAS Pass for Haunted Mansion. And that was pretty much what we did for the rest of the day. We also had Genie Plus, which was really nice because the parks were very busy. And while we were waiting for a DAS Pass... We could use Genie Plus and vice versa and not have to wait, you know, in standby lines. I'll be doing an entire episode explaining the DAS Pass, so, so stay tuned for that if you're interested. Big hits for Magic Kingdom for my kids were, were Space Mountain for Mav. He really liked that. And Buzz Lightyear for Nolan. <laughs> During the fireworks show, we were able to walk on to Buzz Lightyear uh, about three times in a row. Nolan was a little upset that we didn't get to write it a fourth time. And for food, we, we mostly ate snacks in Magic Kingdom. So breakfast, we had the famous Nutella waffle from Storybook Treats. Nolan had just Mickey waffles. And, you know, we got popcorn buckets and, and turkey legs. And I had a spicy chicken waffle with slaw from Storybook Treats, you know, at the end of the night. And that was delicious. And 
we had taken a midday break around lunchtime, you know, for naps and pool, pool time. And we had pizza at Sasagula's and then we had headed back to Magic Kingdom around 6 p.m. And that's, that's generally what I like to do early morning in the parks, take a break in, you know, when it gets really, really hot and then come back to the parks in the evening. The only time we ever did that was the first night. <laughs> You'll kind of see a trend later uh, as the as the days go on. So Tuesday was Epcot, and we were able to snag both an individual lightning lane, and we got onto the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And honestly, that was probably the highlight of our Epcot day, if not our entire trip. <laughs> the ride was so much fun. You know, I pre-gamed before heading into Epcot with some Dramamine, not alcohol, <laughs> Dramamine. So I was pretty good during the ride. And I know with a thousand percent certainty that if I, you know, had not had Dramamine, I would have gotten sick. So if you are prone to mo- motion sickness, you know, definitely take something, but do not let that keep you from riding. You know, it was a, it was a pretty spectacular ride. The Imagineers did a phenomenal job. Epcot was, again, very crowded. We just so happened to come to Epcot on the same day that they were recording the Harmonious Live for Disney+. And I feel like everyone made this their Epcot day. So we cut out about 1 p.m. on that day, and we didn't come back. We were able to ride Cosmic Rewind, Remy's Ready Tui Adventure, and Frozen Ever After. I would have loved to have gone into the Seas Pavilion and and Mav really wanted to try out Test Track, but the heat and the crowds were really getting to us. So we just, we called it a day. I kept telling Mav next time, you know, and, and one of the things about going to Disney when it's hot and there are heavy crowds is that you just have to accept that you can't do everything. And, and I know this is a hard pill to swallow for families where, you know, this is their once in a lifetime trip, you know, they don't have plans to come back ever, you know, or at least not anytime soon, you know, so you just have to pick the most important things for your family and do it, you know, but you also have to accept that everyone else may have, that is their important thing, you know, so you know, when you're back home and you're packing your bags, you know, just remember to pack your patient pants because, you know, you're going to wait, you know, and that that's essential being patient. Okay. So Wednesday, Wednesday was our rest day. We slept in, we hung around the resort, swam, played in the splash pad area. French Quarter has an amazing like splash pad. Nolan loved it. So that is definitely a perk for staying there. We had lunch and we spent some time with Morgan's grandparents who live nearby. And we just had a really relaxing day, you know. We had dinner reservations at Morimoto Asia at Disney Springs for dinner. And Morgan was very excited about this this dinner. And while we really enjoyed, you know, the food, nothing was bad. Everything tasted really good. It just, it was probably a one and done for us. I guess, I guess with the price point being what it is, the food just didn't quite live up, you know, if that makes sense. <laughs> so later we spent, you know, even more money at Disney Springs. I don't know. Is it just me or is Disney Springs, you know, the Disney Springs day, always the most expensive day of your entire trip? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. 
So, you know, after that, we headed back to our resort on the boat. And I should say, I forgot to say that we ended up taking a minivan to Disney Springs that day because we were kind of cutting it close. We didn't, we underestimated the wait for the boat to get there. We were not going to make our dinner reservation on time if we waited for the boat. And then also the same could be said to the buses as well. So we just were like, okay, let's just call a minivan so that we know we'll get there on time. And if you guys don't know, the minivan service is back. We can do a little tidbit on on that later on. It's really easy to use. I love it. And I definitely recommend if you are traveling because one of the things I liked about the minivan is that they have car seats and um, they have them. All of them have them. So, and you don't have to wonder, you know, is this car going to have it? You know that they have it. So it's really good for families. Just going to put that in there. Okay. So Thursday was our Hollywood Studios day. Since we had both the DAS Pass and Genie Plus, we were able to sleep in a little. I have learned that my family is not very good with the whole rope drop concept. (laughs) And as much as it kills me, I just have to accept this. When I travel to the parks by myself, I have no issues getting up super duper early. I mean, I'm usually at the parks at a minimum 30 minutes before early entry starts, you know, so I am, you know, one of the first ones in the park, you know, my family, not so much. Uh, So this is where having Genie Plus is really helpful, you know, for families like mine who can't ride those, you know, those big ticket rides first thing at Road Drop. So while at Hollywood Studios, we were, we watched, you know, Indiana Jones show, we explored Galaxy's Edge, Mav got to build a droid at Droid Depot, we rode both Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run, Toy Story Midway Mania, and Alien Swirling Saucers in Toy Story Land, and we also got to ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Again, there was a lot that we just simply, simply couldn't do, you know. We rode a lot, and we got a lot done. But we couldn't do everything. I mean, it was scorching hot. (laughs) And if you've ever been to Hollywood Studios, you know that there isn't much shade in the park, especially in Toy Story Land. And Nolan just wasn't a fan of sitting in the stroller during, you know, the child swap. So we couldn't ride, you know, one of my favorites, uh, Tower of Terror. And and like I told Mav next time... Uh, We finished our day at Hollywood Studios with the reservation at Oga's Cantina. I really liked that experience. I will do it again. I had the fuzzy Tauntaun drink, and it was was $17. And it it had uh, Ciroc peach vodka, Bowles peach schnapps, orange juice with tangerine sugar, and a buzz button tingling foam. And Morgan had the jet juice, and that was $16. And that had uh, Maker's Mark bourbon, Ancho Reyes chili liqueur, Stirring's pomegranate liqueur, and white grape juice and lemon juice. And we really both enjoyed our drinks. <laughs> the fuzzy tantan tasted very similar to like, um, like a sex on the beach drink that we can get on our planet. <laughs> but, you know, it had that tingling foam. And, and the foam was, you know, it was different. <laughs> I can't say that I've really tasted anything like it to be honest. Can't say that I was a huge fan of it, but it wasn't bad and it didn't make the 
drink tastes bad. I just, you know, it was an experience. <laughs> so Mav, he ordered a blue Bantha and that was $13. And that's just, you know, the blue drink, the, the blue milk. <laughs> and it was cold and it had this Bantha inspired vanilla butter sugar cookie on top. And he didn't like the blue milk, but he was glad he tried it at least. I ended up drinking it and uh, Nolan ate the cookie. <laughs> so he also tried the Oga's Obsession for $7.50. And this was, this was like a jello consistency. It had, you know, lemonade and cotton candy flavor and uh, blueberry popping pearls and a bursting dried fruit mixture. It was good. I thought I tried it. It was good, but Mav has issues with foods that have that consistency and he didn't really care for it. It was just so so to him. It also had something similar to to boba inside it. I loved the topping though. You know, Nolan ate the the freeze-dried blueberries. <laughs> it was like candy to him. He loved that. But I liked that like raspberry fry. It was like freeze-dried raspberry and pop rocks. You know, I really liked that. So uh, we also ordered the Habibore, I can't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. The Habibore sampler for $21. Uh, and that had cured and roasted meats, cheese, and pork cracklings. I'm going to be honest. I didn't like anything on this. <laughs> I was not impressed by it at all. The boys, they really liked the chorizo sausage and they had it like a chorizo sausage and they really, really liked that. They wanted more of that, but I didn't care for anything. I was not a fan. It was a like a zero out of 10. Would not try again. But that's just me, you know. Anyways, afterwards, we headed back to the resort about 6 p.m. And then, of course, you know, like all the other days, we swam, played in the splash pad, and I, you know, sip margaritas by the pool, you know, because I'm an adult and I can do things like that. It was nice. Um, <laughs> Friday was Animal Kingdom, and I begged my family to please wake up early so that we could rope drop Animal Kingdom. And uh, they sort of agreed. <laughs> we were there right at park opening. <laughs> Animal Kingdom opens earlier than the rest of the park. It opens about 8 a.m., so early entry is 7.30. So we were right, we were right there at 8 a.m. We immediately got onto Expedition Everest since it was pretty much a walk-on. And while we waited for our DAS for Kilimanjaro Safaris, everyone loved Expedition Everest. And I do okay with it so long as I have Jeremy. Afterwards, it was time for Kilimanjaro. So we headed towards Africa for that. And then we had a 10 a.m. breakfast reservation for Tusker House. So we stayed around Africa until our reservation started. Uh, breakfast was good, really good. And the characters were even better. It was, oh, it's so nice to be able to hug Mickey again. Uh, you wouldn't think that you would miss it so much, but I did. Nolan and Mav had a blast. And I'm just, I'm just so happy that, you know, to have made some, some core memories there. So I, I definitely recommend Tusker House. After breakfast, we spent the next two hours in Pandora. We rode Flight of Passage and Navi River Journey. And, and after this, again, hot. <laughs> so we left Animal Kingdom and headed back to the resort for some pool and splash pad fun. And then Saturday was our departure day. Wah, wah. We uh, drove back home shortly after breakfast, you know, feeling the Disney blues the entire way. 
The only small consolation was that we would be heading back to Orlando in October for Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> so um, that about sums up our June trip to Walt Disney World. I have a special guest, Mav, my son, my 10-year-old. He's going to join me. Hi, Mav. Hello. Okay, so you just, you know, got to listen to me reminisce about our trip. Can yes. you tell everybody what your favorite part about our Disney World trip? Well, there were very much different things I liked about Disney World. Expedition Everest was fun and you and there was Big Thunder Mountain, but I have to say the best part was there's two things when I was just Driving my droid, a stormtrooper talked to me and said I should join the the First Order. And I think Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is good because that's just plain crazy. The ride was crazy? Yes. Yes. It was like insane. Yes. Yes. Okay. And fun. And fun. Yes. So, yeah, you would definitely suggest yes. going on that ride. I would suggest it very much 100 and 55%. Yes. Okay. Well, you heard it, folks. <laughs> that sums up our Jude trip. Thank you so much for listening to my trip report. It was really nice to, to reminisce a little bit about our vacation. Let us know if you like this. And oh, we, oh, go ahead. I have to say a few things and then you can continue talking. Okay. Those who are not familiar with the minivan, I mean, minivan. It's a literal minivan, like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, yep. And you, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice ride. <laughs> so, okay. So let us know if you like this and we'll bring you more trip reports similar to mine in the future. And if you don't like it, you can tell us too. Just be nice so you don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to to listen to today's travel tidbit. You can find all of our Pineapplescapes agents on the web at www.pineapplescapes.com and our site includes a link to all of our travel tidbits episodes plus information about our agents and links to our social media. The site is awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, guys. Say bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.